Yeah, I was a little early. Sounded okay. good over here. Oh, fine. I I have a delay. Okay, I mean I gotta I gotta go to Google. We'll cut this part out. <laughs> no, I'll just put a beat to it. That's bizarre, man. 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 I never left. We don't know why, but you're listening to Time to Lean and Here's a Song with your hosts, John and Phil. Thank you. Yeah, so, so basically on sodas, though, but or pop. Now, when I was in Texas for a little while, you couldn't say pop because that means if you asked for a pop, they would spank you or supposedly. <laughs> I, I grew up saying pop. Well, I think that's kind of a South Dakota thing, isn't it? And I think at some point I, I, I picked up soda. Probably from moving here? From being in Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota pop. A lot of people don't realize that all of our sodas are a little bit smaller here. They only have 10 ounces instead of 12. <laughs> we're, we're smaller. That, that's, how the, that's how the state got their name. I, is that about it for soda? I mean, what... what you weren't a, you weren't much of a soda guy. I guess we went and got the mug ups quite a bit. Oh, I, I like soda a, a lot. Um, <clears throat> oh, Mount, Diet Mountain Dew. You were a big Diet into Mountain for Dew a long is time. probably my favorite, and still is. I I don't. I try not to drink too much of it. I it, if I have anything, that's what I have. Oh, I'm I'm a Dr Pepper guy. I I like regular. I could. I just can't quite get behind diet dr pepper it doesn't do it doesn't do it for me i yeah I, any any diet soda i have an issue with i don't know Not well di- diet mountain dew i actually prefer to its sugared counterpart well yeah you've always said it tasted less sugary or something it, it's just different and it doesn't leave that super sugary yuck in your mouth after you i i don't know i just have grown to like it better like i think you hear people say that about diet coke versus regular coke sure which i coke, i mean diet coke, coke I, I really don't like it all but uh i i know people that do and it, it, they drink it not just because it doesn't have sugar yeah well then there's coke zero but some people like the regular diet coke better oh yeah there's a big difference and i i much prefer coke zero um, i do although I do they too. changed it recently when it's not as good Oh no! Is it it's is it called, new new Coke it, Zero? It's called Zero Sugar. Oh well, maybe they should have had Bill Cosby come back and do a, a, a their new advertising campaign. New no, Coke. No. Yeah. New so Coke. if anybody if anybody likes soda, go to that blue soda place. <laughs> Google blue soda, and maybe you'll it, maybe it'll work. BlueSunSodaShop.com. Tonight's episode is not sponsored. By... <laughs> no, it's not sponsored by anybody yet. No, uh, although people are listening to it. I mean, we've got some downloads yeah. and yeah. a couple of random comments. In fact, and, Phil, and do we have, do, so do we have any uh, follow-up? Uh, I didn't look. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Um, well, no, I mean I looked, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> 
Somebody uh, mentioned that we need need a some kind of a artwork or logo. Oh or something yeah, like that, and we are right. working on that. Yeah, no. We, so stay tuned. We'll find something besides the out of cheese or <laughs> random things leaning up. Yeah, we're working on that. My no, my, we, my, my, my brother. Soon. My brother Blake is an artist, and maybe he'll do one for us. We'll see. If not, uh, I will do a, a drawing myself. A, a rough sketch. In the drawing sketch. room. Draw. And I apologize for my audio quality in the previous episode. My, my mic had a weird glitch. Or my computer did. I'm not sure, because so far it's not doing it. Your mic was not communicating to your computer uh, well. No, it so, was, they were fighting. They know. just don't talk anymore, Phil. Well, it, it sounds fine today. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted to... We, we talked uh, last time about video games a little bit, or the retro video games and the, the token wars. And I was wondering... One thing I was ta- uh, thinking about was, like, favorite video games from back then. And uh, not in the home console. That's a whole different deal, but... Um, arcades. Yeah. What was... What, well, like, when you went to these one of these arcades, what was something that you played uh, the most? Do you, do you remember the actual names um, and stuff? I don't have a lot of specific memories, although there are a few. I did mention uh, Venture. That was that uh, fantasy-like one that my brother and I used to go play. That's where you go around. It, it was a little Zelda-like in a way. I mean, original Zelda, where you just go in these rooms and shoot arrows at things. And and there's a, there's a, there's a map where you clear different rooms and... Um, Another one that I used to really get into was uh, Elevator Action. Oh, yeah. Um, Elevator Action. Joust. That was good. Joust? I I definitely like Joust. Um, One of the ones I have a lot of uh, fond memories playing at these places is the original Vector Graphics Star Wars. Yeah, right. The one where you you sit down. Yeah. You're flying your X-Wing fighter in the tunnel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. With the little stick graphics. You know, there, there, there's weird little badly done samples from the movie where, like, <laughs> we don't even need to put special effects on that. It, it's like that. You did it. You did it yourself. Just flap your lips and <laughs> sounds like really poorly sampled sound files. But I really like that game. And it, it, it was in, it had a pretty big screen and... And I don't know if that was at the exact. Maybe that wasn't at the Mexican one. But <laughs> well, old, old, I get are a little overlapping. bit blurred. Well, sure. They overlap. So th- those are great. Um, but of course, I always, I've always been a pinball fan as well. Well, right, right. And some well, there I, is overlap with that too because some some of these places had pinball. The ones I went to didn't have pinball that I remember. I never played pinball till late, like in college. But mm-hmm. do you remember uh, Spy Hunter? That oh. was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Spy Hunter. That's another great game that, um, as, as some of you might know, you can replicate these old games on a modern computer or other console. And Spy Hunter is one of those few games that doesn't translate well. Because no, it doesn't. If, if you recall, Spy Hunter was this game where you, you it's a, a car driving one. And the original arcade version had a steering wheel and a accelerator pedal like a racing game does and you you drove around in this road and the best thing about it was you'd come up behind like police cars whatever enemy cars and you could 
open fire on them and run them off the road, and you could go ahead of them and drop an oil slick and they crash. (laughs) In order to save money, South Dakota still uses Spy Hunter as a driver's ed simulator to this day. What were the different weapons? There was like machine gun and flamethrower. I don't remember the flamethrower. No, maybe not. There was a, a definitely oil slick. There, smoke screen. There's right? a smoke screen, yeah. Yeah, the, okay. Those things, for sure. And I think you could also bump them off the road, too. Well, I remember that a lot, bumping. And now, of course, <laughs> some of the enemy cars were bulletproof or whatever, or you couldn't run them off the road. Right, like that limo those, or something. That limo. <laughs> there was also the, the ones that looked like police cars that had the spiky blades that came out of the oh. wheels. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it would get progressively uh, harder as the farther you went. Oh yeah, it was it was crazy. And of course, when you uh, got to a certain point, the semi truck would pull out ahead of you, and you drove into it, kind of like Night Rider. Oh right, and, and then, then you would get an get, upgrade or something. Yeah, or? something like that. If you, got I can't far remember. Wh- I can't remember what you got from that. Did you get healed or something? Yeah, or something like that. Fixed. Or extra stuff. Yeah, maybe it was a repair. And you remember. got this, uh, and that's how you started because the the truck would pull out of the side of the road and let you out, and then you start the game. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, and it and the music was either licensed or borrowed Stol- from stolen <laughs> P- Peter Gunn. Theme. Yeah, uh, it was a great one. Um, the Paper one Boy, that... I used to like play. Oh too. yeah, I played that a lot. Another the... one I played a lot was uh, Crystal Caverns. I like that Ooh, one. A lot. I remember that one. Yeah, I went. I went through a big Crystal Caverns phase during the Token Wars because you could play for hours, mm-hmm. and you'd figure out these tricks. You know, you'd go behind behind a pyramid or something and hit the button and the jump button or something, and you'd oh right, you'd you'd go like you'd warp ahead to like level you know three thousand or something. I don't know. That's a little bit like uh, Mario Brothers. Yeah. Well, welcome to Warp Zone. Paperboy was really funny though. That one was, yeah, such a twisted sense of humor, too. <laughs> oh, um, no. Speaking of that similar kind of game, I think a lot of these are from the same period. They're not quite the original, like, Space Invaders years, but they're a little bit later. Um, yeah. Another one that was oh, yeah. hilarious was APB. Remember that one? I, I remember playing, I remember thinking that was really fun, too. Oh, it was great. It's a, <laughs> again, it was like... You you had to wander around in your cop car, pulling people <laughs> over and giving people tickets, and and I, you, I, you'd go into a, a donut shop, and <laughs> <laughs> and the little little, little dispatchers how we are, donut break. <laughs> what were were there it's prostitutes great. in that game? I think that was one of the things you could go after. Yeah, it was kind of a pre. Um, oh, what's the the game where you go around and do that stuff? Oh, no, yeah, the modern game, the crash test dummies. No. <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I know oh, what you come mean. Come on, Grand Theft Auto is. Yeah. Good. So I, I, I wonder I, if they were inspired <laughs> by that game. <laughs> there should have been a Crash Test Dummies video game. Sounds terrible. Mmm. <laughs> Those are great. I, I, I definitely played the the classics like Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, and Space was... Invaders. Oh, Miss Original Miss Pac- Asteroids. Miss Pac-Man. Oh, there was another game I played that was sort of by your house. There was a gas station that, before I knew you, uh, on St. Pat in the corner of Fifth or something. It had Kick for a while. Do you remember oh that one? Oh, my God. I forgot about I, that. That game. I, if, that was fun. 
I, I like Kick. I, I'm still a fan. Let's see. That was a clown. You were on a unicycle, and you'd mm-hmm. capture balloons and different things. You know, the thing about it is that, and I, I, I played it on a, a MAME emulator recently just to yeah. just to see it again. And the thing that's interesting about Kick is that the whole concept of it is really quite different and original. Yeah. From any yeah. other game I can think of, where you have the, that the balloons and stuff being lobbed at you and you had to stack them on your head. Yeah. And then <laughs> and, you could and, get things that would pop them. They would no, pop them it, and, and then you'd they would throw them. in these strange little things like... Um, there was a Pac-Man. There was a, the little Pac-Man <laughs> guys and ghosts would, would <laughs> yeah, pop yeah. randomly out and you had to collect them. <laughs> just, what were some oh, other weird things oh. in there? Uh, was there well, birds bombs, in that one? of course. Bombs, bombs, right. There were And you birds. had to dodge those. If you, if you, you, you had to catch the Pac-Man characters and the balloons, but you had to avoid the bombs. And that was another roller one. Yeah, it, it had this little circus music that would play in the background. That was exactly. a fun one. Let's see. I think they replaced Kick then with uh, Super Pac-Man, which was pretty fun too, though. See, I, I never got, I never got into that one. I think after Ms. Pac-Man, that was kind of the end of the the there, line for me. There was one Pac-Man after Ms. Pac-Man that I liked, and I think it was Super Pac-Man, but I can't remember. I think it was one that you got really, really huge, and you could like go through anything, and that was exciting. <laughs> And of course, but, there's the hybrid pinball arcade one. It's uh, Baby Pac-Man, right? I, I played that some. Is it, is it that or Pac-Man Junior? I can't. I think it's Baby. What was the What was the one? Uh, well, let's go into pinball in a minute. But what was the uh, What was the video game? Lee and I and a couple other guys. It was a four-player game we played, and it was a Gauntlet. Gauntlet is that the mm-hmm. one that's like Elf needs food badly? And, and, oh, and, that's yeah, a that was that was later, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah, because you uh, could play, you know, four people would play and warriors oh. about to die. <laughs> Shots do not hurt other players yet. <laughs> <laughs> so many good, yeah. A lot of people know that one. It's so famous. Yeah, that oh. was a good one. Um, during the Token Wars, they had uh, Dragon's Lair. Oh you yeah, remember Dragon's Lair with the. It was a laser disc cartoon that oh. was linked up to a little computer thing that you would like, tell tell the guy where to go in the maze. <laughs> I never, and if you I the never wrong could... way. You died. You you died constantly. It was just basically a memorizing patterns thing and but, timing. You know, okay, at this tunnel, take a left. At this one, do a jump. And and it was all really fixed. And and if you have never heard of this, go on Wikipedia or something and look up Dragon's Lair. But that's one that. It, once you knew it, you could get through the whole thing in one quarter, but it took forever. <laughs> it took a long time to give. I didn't. I didn't have enough patience to memorize. No, I it never all. did. And, and then later on, I saw somebody finish the whole thing because they'd played it so many times and just had memorized the patterns. That was one of those ones that I didn't mind watching other people play. No, no. <laughs> but so the first time I played that game or saw that game was in Casa Bonita in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Oh, yes, which is still around. <laughs> I went there many years later with my brothers and my dad We uh, when, when I was uh, in Denver, out, Colorado. When I was living with you guys in Laramie, Wyoming for, for a few months in my uh, magical misery tour, tragical misery tour after college. But I, uh, it wasn't we'll that bad. We'll have a future episode devoted to that. It wasn't that bad. But anyway, my brothers and my dad drove down and we went to Denver because we'd been there a couple of times when we were kids and... Yeah. The family family trips, and Casa Bonita was 
it seems so much smaller when you go back as an adult. <laughs> it, it basically just to describe it, I guess, a little bit is was uh, you, you kind of go into a it's like in the corner of a strip mall, sort of really. I thought it was built in a former department store or something like that. I, I don't know, but I just remember it was in the corner of like, I, maybe it wasn't a strip mall, but you go, so on the outside, it's just a kind of little facade, really. And then you go inside, and it was this whole, when you're a kid, it was this, once you got through the damn line, it was this huge, uh, magical kind of place, and there were gorillas and divers and... and yeah, they had uh, cliff divers. Cliff divers, <laughs> and... Uh, you know, there were little areas where, like, caverns, and you'd walk around to get to different rooms. This was before I knew what Doctor Who was, but it was kind of like the TARDIS. You walk in, and there's, like, this huge... It was like a dimension. And you entered this other dimension when you went in. As a kid, it felt like that. And uh, But you come back later, and it's, you know, it's a lot smaller. But Yeah, and it's it's this really very mediocre Mexican food. The the food was not very good. But you had to put... Yeah. You had to put uh, like you put a little flag up when I think it was all you could eat or something, and you put a flag up when you were ready to get another enchilada. I don't, I don't think I've ever been back as an adult. I, I remember it from um, band trips. Yeah. Um, especially when I was younger and I was just there with my parents and they were on the trips with the high schools. Sure. And I, I know that was always a, a popular place to take the, the the bus tours. Oh, it was fun as a kid. Yeah, I remember it being it really was, cool. It was, you know, and they had the the prison with the bendy the bendy uh, bars and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. fun. I don't know what the hell my dad ate there, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just had a couple of margaritas. Uh, I can't imagine him <laughs> doing that either. But no, I know. Took one for the team. Maybe they had uh, some carne asada or something. I never. He didn't eat Mexican food the entire time I knew him. <laughs> No, no, no. That's uh, they must have had some other other food there too. No, I usually just... these places, you know, you can order a hamburger or something like that. And sure, that that's he, always how. But he he just he he toughed it out. Ethnic food, no way. He did not do. I'm going to get another beverage, and then we should talk about pinball. Do you think? Perfect. Go for okay, it. Okay, fine. Hey, pinball. pinball Tonight's episode is brought to you by the following sponsor. Underwear slipping? You noticed? Try Jiffy's Scotch Crutch. But isn't that impossible to remove? <laughs> no, that's original Jiffy Scotch Crutch. This is removable Jiffy Scotch Crutch, reformulated for those people who made shoes to remove their underwear. Oh, well, in that case, let me add it. That's my boy. Could you leave the room? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Well? Wow, that's incredible. My underwear isn't slipping anymore, and I feel all tingly. Really? Oh, yes. <laughs> Removable Scotch Crotch, available in new Smooth Mint and Fuzzy Bunny. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, let's see, you still drinking a Lime and Stormy, or? <laughs> <laughs> Time to lean. Oh. So, lime to lean. <laughs> one, one thing I want to try is uh, the, so the Gimlet vari- variant. With rum is like a rum ricky. Oh, yes. Well, no, see, okay, I ran out of club soda, and I don't have a soda mach- uh, soda stream or whatever. Yep. So I just put a little uh, LaCroix Pomplemousse. Oh, that, that'd work. You, you didn't did have time to go down to the filling station and get some <laughs> I soda. I could have just left you on hold. <laughs> so, sorry, my... my uh... 
my <laughs> dear mother-in-law is here this weekend, and that that's an expression she uses. The fill-in station? Fill-in station, yeah. Philip 66. <laughs> uh, they, they, but anyway, if you do that in in the time to lime, you can put, if you're out of club soda or whatever, put a little of that in there. But it brings out the uh, the pine, the pine flavor a little bit more. Mm. So some people might not like that, but I I don't know. It's nice. It's fine. It's different. It gets the job done. Another fun thing to do with gin is just put in some uh, that lemon soda, like uh, lemon Italian soda or something. Just put some of that in there. Maybe a oh, little yeah. club. Maybe a little club soda too. Uh, that that's always good. Well, we're going to talk about uh, pinball now, maybe, huh? Sure. Let's briefly. We can. Well, you were always a lot better at the pinball games than I was. <laughs> And I wasn't, and still not great. Um, I I remember playing it a lot as a as a child, and you know the machines then were pretty crude. Although they they always had great artwork and stuff oh like yeah, that on them. they they made up for it <laughs> in other ways. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, I something which I, I guess it's never too late, but uh, I never really got good at the what they call body English. If you're ever in the Rapid City, South Dakota area, and you would like to learn more about body English, please contact Paul. Yeah. Of the, of the nudging and all that stuff to, to Without really get tilting good. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. To, but to not only do that, but to do it so that the ball will like bounce out of the holes or not go down the side. Oh, it's like a dance or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of uh, physical things you can do. And that's when you get really good. But you have to be careful not to look like you're humping the machine. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fine line. People had to wear uh, cod pieces. No, but, uh, well, I remember, let's see, what was the one uh, that we played a lot, you and Sean and I and maybe other people sometimes, uh, the Star Trek one, right? Was that the Next Generation? Oh, Next ball? Generation, that was what, that's oh, it's still one of my all-time favorites. I think that's one of the best ones that was made. Ever, yeah, probably. I, was, I wasn't that. it? Yeah, well, it was well, kind of in that very late '80s, early '90s golden age of modern pinball machines. You could get it to do something um, where, like, a limo would show up and it would be like graffiti. You got it to do this weird little mode with uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was a different mode you got it into sometimes. Phil is referring to the Doho mode. If you pull the gun trigger during the animation shown after hitting the left scoop, when mission select etc. is not lit, you see a different animation with a limo driving by a brick wall with a doho on it. Scott Matrix created the doho, and it stands for Doas Ho, Scott's wife. No relation to Don Ho. This this machine did have a video mode. I'm trying to think. But that's where you fly the shuttle around and... It's a lot like Jag- Dragon Slayer, actually. You just uh, pick which tunnel you want to go through before you crash. <laughs> yeah, some of them definitely did because they, at that time they were putting uh, a lot more computer modes and stuff like that, and they got more sophisticated, so sometimes they would put in these little secret areas and tricks that the, you could do. So there was uh, Th- that That one. was a classic, classic machine. My, my, favorite, my favorite pinball machine of all time was Black Knight. I think it was 2000. Right? It was because there was a, a Black Knight, the, just Black Knight, which was okay. Mm-hmm. But the Black Knight two thousand, that was the one that God. If you got that thing going, or you know, there was a choir and 
and it was so encouraging, you know, the the nice young lady saying you can do it, and the choir. Oh, maybe maybe you could put a couple of samples in the in the show here, <laughs> so people know what you're talking about. Oh, it that it was really powerful when you really got it going. <laughs> that one had a great soundtrack, and one of the things about Star Trek: The Next Generation, which was true for some of the other games at the time was that they actually got a bunch of the the cast members to record little right quotes you know i mean there's nothing like uh patrick stewart yelling all hands prepare for multi-ball <laughs> no because then you you got ready <laughs> yeah and the, the, so, i mean the, the guy who the, played q did some cool stuff and it was such a great game i think that was probably one of the best ones what what were some other ones yeah. that did you like that you I, liked? Well, in that in that from that era, I also really liked the Twilight Zone. I was going to say Twilight Zone and uh, Medieval Madness is really fun. Relatively modern ones. A little further back, there used to be this one that I used to play in college, like freshman year, all the time back in Wyoming, which is called uh, Big Guns. I don't think I ever played that one. Yeah, go look it up sometime. It's it. I think West, it's uh, 1988 or something like that. No, it's it's definitely it's almost a proto medieval madness theme. Huh. So it's it's kind of got this you know knights and stuff like that. But it's also got a bunch of guys on horses with missile launchers and weird stuff like that. <laughs> I, for all I know, it's based on a comic book or something. But it's like um, Westworld with bazookas. A little bit. Well, not Western though. Like knights. No. And... So knights on horses with bazookas. Yeah, it definitely had a medieval kind of a, a feel to it, but it also had rockets and stuff. Odd, odd. And it, you know, it had had these voices that attack the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Almost sounded like that guy from Flash Gordon or something. <laughs> oh, the, the big guy with the wings. <laughs> the guy with the wings. Yeah. What was his name? That actor. Boy, he was great. His voice. What? He, what was his name? Volton or something? Like that? <laughs> I don't know. Wrong. Prince Voltan was played by the boisterous British actor Brian Blessed. So that was that was a favorite one. I used to really like Taxi. Remember oh, Taxi? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember there's, that there's one. A, there's a place here in the cities that still has a functional taxi machine. But you haven't been to that tilt place yet, have you? No, that's uh, oh, that's a that good reminder. I need to go. Minneapolis. Yeah, I well, then go you before they then go out of business. You wouldn't have to go all the way to uh, St. Paul. We could. Oh, I, that's I could right. Meet, I, I could meet you there. I bitch about that all the time. <laughs> Speaking of going out of business, uh, in last week's episode, or maybe two episodes, depending on how this gets edit, uh, <laughs> edited, but I I talked about um, the muddy pig. It, it, it was around for it. It just went out of business. It was really strange. That's really but, unfortunate. Yeah, it was. Uh, They're not going to be able to sponsor us now. <laughs> no, <laughs> I never got around to asking them. No, basically that. So the Money Pig in Saint Paul, Minnesota, started about 16 years ago, and it was really, really at the forefront of the craft brew. I mean, they had they they had all these taps and all this different kind of stuff going on before other. I don't know. They were kind of ahead of the ahead of the curve there a little bit. I don't know. I. I don't know why they went out of business exactly, but um, it it sounds like it's it's a pretty tough uh, tough market right now. And I was uh, wondering also, it's one of these deals where the the building they were in was sold to put up luxury condominiums or something like that. Or well, I hope not. That's happening I, I, a lot in these places. I just I just got the impression that uh, well, they had done it for sixteen years, you know, and they I, yeah, and I didn't know they'd been open that long either. So that's not a bad no, run. No. But it, it it was sad. Still, I I went there. 
I saw on Instagram they posted that they were because normally I go on Wednesday and it was Tuesday. I just I never check Instagram. We don't have mm-hmm. a time to lean page on uh, Instagram yet, but I <laughs> I uh, just happened to check it and oh we're we're going out of business tonight or we'll be done. Yeah, at and one. you went for the last call, right? Basically, I mean I I didn't stay that long, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bedtime. I stayed later than I normally would on a Tuesday, but okay. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that that was sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It was. It was. I, nice. I think I went there once with you guys, and it, it sure like a cool place. Well, they had a good whiskey selection too, and uh, different gins and stuff. But they had a lot of taps back before. You know, now everyone has a lot of taps. You know, but and they they knew what they were talking about. Uh, Mark, I think, was the the main guy, and Don and. Lauren and I don't know. But anyway, good luck to them wherever they're doing next. I haven't found another uh, stomping ground yet, but that that the the thing I liked about I'd get there before the rush on Wednesday and it wasn't uh wasn't quite as noisy and in fact there was a woman there that would write her books. She wrote novels there. Mm-hmm. Now, so I, I guess that's a bad sign if you can write a book at a bar, but Maybe it's maybe it's probably going to go out of business if it's that quiet. But it got busier later, so I didn't know. Yeah. There's there there are some really fun places around here in 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 good old St. Paul. There's uh I think it's called Tongue and Cheek, and they do a cocktail uh flight on Phelan, I think it is. Um, and there's another place called Ward Six. Now maybe these places have gone out of business since I've been there. But there's a little area there that's starting to pick up a little bit. That's uh, north of St. Paul, north, uh, I think, on Phelan there. Could be mm-hmm. wrong. I have to stay home and make uh, a birthday dinner. That's Do you need to get birthday. started soon? Not not yet. I've got everything prepped. Um, they're at the movies. They're at the movies. Oh. Are, you, are you going to go see Steely Dan? Boy, I, I'd like to. I haven't. Uh... I'd only go because he's playing with the Doobie Brothers. And I've seen them three times. <laughs> I, I, seen, I don't think they're playing together, though, are they? <laughs> they should. Maybe at the end they'll play God Bless America. <laughs> now, that would be cool. That, I would pay to see that. Okay, maybe I'd pay to, pay to see now, that. Now, Walter Becker's not there, though. It's not no, the same. No, it's not the same. There probably, aren't t- there probably aren't tickets anymore. Paul Simon's playing tonight, I think, isn't he? I knew he was coming. Well, Paul Simon. Just speak, speaking of old people... Uh, <laughs> I saw an ad for uh, upcoming uh, Phil Collins concert. Yeah, no, and, and it, 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 the tour is called the Not Dead Yet Tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened to him? He had there's something with his voice or something. I don't know. I didn't really there was follow it. He- there was some health thing. Uh, he but, must be back. Well, I think they're going to do uh, "Lamb Lies Down on Broadway" in this in in its entirety. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I'll pass on that. That was we haven't talked about music much, but we're both really into music. But "Lamb Lies Down on Broadway" was, uh, of course, that was uh, Genesis with Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. But that was when I first heard that, I I just couldn't uh, I couldn't get it. I did I didn't it didn't make any sense to me. I couldn't ha- associate with it in any way. But somehow. You know, I listened to it more and more and more, and it really grew on me. But uh, you, you don't like it? Oh, uh, no, I, I just don't really want to see Phil Collins <laughs> perform it live. <laughs> no, no, not without everybody else. 
I don't need to see anybody play that album live. Um, no, I, I, I think it's good. It, it's, it's a, it's kind of an artifact of its time, but uh, no, there's yeah. some great stuff on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a great prog rock kind of drug fueled. <laughs> crazy shit i always get the impression that that you're kind of just listening to it you're kind of missing like like peter gabriel was doing some crazy visual stuff that should have gone along with it when i've only ever seen a tiny bit of what he was doing uh visually um on video or something but mm-hmm. i don't know it grew on me i guess i went through a, a lamb uh phase i guess you'd say i think no he- no i I, do, I think it's one of their better ones I didn't listen to it as much as maybe like Pink Floyd's Animals or something, but that was a that was another thing. That 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 album I I heard her you hear you hear about bands or whatever and so this was in high school and a girlfriend at the time. She had older brothers and I uh, went into one of their uh rooms there's all these LPs on the floor. You know, it was not you would not have been happy with the way they were treating their LPs, but I was like <laughs> I was like, oh, can I, I borrow this? And I, I, I talked to her brother into lending it to me. And I skipped Sunday school to listen to uh, animals uh, for the first <laughs> time. And and that, you know, it's like, because I thought I was going to be a pastor or whatever. And, and, uh, and so that made you skip church to listen no, to Pink Floyd? No, no, but I felt guilty. Uh, what I'm trying to get at is I felt guilty for skipping Sunday school. And uh, you listen to this album, <laughs> "Animals" by Pink Floyd, and it's got it's got some religious things going on. The Lord is my shepherd and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I, people are like, oh, you need you need to be on X drug when you listen to that or whatever. <laughs> but I was totally without any drugs, just listening to that. The only other time I uh, skipped Sunday school was to watch. Uh, professional wrestling back in the 80s but i don't think that's something you and i could talk about do you remember the golden age of wrestling john uh, i i i was stoned <laughs> uh no that's something i, I, I you know, maybe should, maybe you and sean can discuss <laughs> I, that he, he doesn't know either my brothers and i would talk about that we'll have blake okay. as a guest or brad one of your brothers can be a future guest and <laughs> we'll have a, a deep dive on that <laughs> Uh, no. So so you you went to Sunday school. Um a lot, what kind yeah. of what kind of a church did you go to? Lutheran? It was Lutheran. It was uh mm-hmm. one of the more co- uh conservative synods that was the Missouri synod. Oh, you w- those guys are fucking nuts. No, no, there's there's one that's even there's one that's <laughs> oh, even Oh, I know. I just one that- We we had some family friends that were belonged to one of those and I just heard the ugh, yuck. No, there there's one that's worse. But um, and I I could be wrong. That was a long time ago, even. But it was they're uh, a big tent. It was it was a pretty conservative Lutheran. I guess you'd say Catholic light. You know, <laughs> but, is this is this a church that your one of your parents belonged to? We went to. I mean, my dad never went, but but we yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a family church. It was it was not that far from our house. Okay, so your your mom what, took you oh, and your wait, brothers to church. Let's see. It was uh, Peace Lutheran. Yeah. Well, how how can it be that bad with that name? No, it was peaceful. But we we had a really good Unless pastor. You <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, we had a really good pastor, Pastor Dan, and uh, he played guitar and sing and stuff. And I even wow. I even I even went to church without my family. Sometimes I'd ride my bike and go to church. Yeah, I was I was going to be a pastor for a while there. But it didn't didn't take though. No, well, there was some sort of falling out. And something got political at the yeah. church. 
and uh, I decided... Don't, don't they all get political in some way? Well, I, I just... I, I was like, I don't... I don't understand why politics and, and uh, you know, the gossipy intrigue or whatever was and, going and on. Now, to be clear, when you say political, you mean the politics of the church yes. people, yeah. and not like politics, Republicans and Democrats, no, that no. kind of thing. Okay, no. got it. it I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. There were, <laughs> I don't remember ever talking about that kind of stuff there. Because at these churches, it isn't just the pastor that's in charge. There's the board or whatever. And, and I, I don't know. I just, I just lost, I lost faith, I guess you could say. Yeah, you were disillusioned. Right. It's like, why, why does that have to enter in, into this at all? Why, why does that mm-hmm. have to enter into church? You know, we're, we're going to church. Well, I, I think it goes with the territory, though. It, the, no, it's a it does. group of people, and that's human nature. This stuff just kind of tags along for the ride. Any Anytime you get a group of people together, there's going to be... There's going to be power struggles <laughs> and other things, yeah. and I, I think it's really hard to avoid. No, it's impossible. It may maybe if you went to the Unitarian place, maybe they don't have as much of it. Well, maybe they they probably argue about other things that I can't even imagine. Because people just have to. There's always somebody. Or, there's got to be conflict. Or there's a few people that oh, I don't like this, or I don't. We shouldn't have this kind of uh, orange drink. We should have <laughs> grape drink, and it's, it becomes a big deal. We shouldn't have this kind of uh, orange drink. We should have grape drink. We shouldn't have this kind of uh, orange drink. We should have grape drink. We shouldn't have this kind of uh, orange drink. We should have grape drink. We shouldn't have this kind of uh, orange drink. We should have grape drink. Orange juice and grape Kool-Aid. These are the drinks the church ladies made. Weak coffee, strong words. Someone took an extra cookie. Probably one of those shifty shepherds. What would Jesus do? Turn that cookie into two? Turn that coffee into wine? What's mine is yours, not what's yours is mine. Jesus doesn't care what you wear to church, so you may as well come down from your perfectionist perch. Orange juice, grape Kool-Aid, these are the drinks that the church ladies made. Weak coffee and strong words.